Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 5th, and we have completed week 26 of 2021. For those of you in the U.S., I hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend with friends, family, and loved ones. And for those of you that are not in the U.S., hope you had a great weekend nonetheless. We encourage you all to be informed and get an insider's view of the business travel industry. Subscribe to Perspectives and Insights today at businesstravel360.com and be in the know. Now, let's get to the headlines. This past week, we had the passing of Tom Plaskett, who was the Senior Vice President of Marketing at American Airlines, and his team was responsible for the American Advantage program, which turned 40 this year. Tom began his career at American and spent 12 years there. The original name for the Frequent Flyer project that became Advantage was actually Loyalty Fair because the original job was to come up with a frequent traveler discount. Advantage was initially introduced as a promotion and was not made into a program until April of 1983, two years after it started. Of course, no one knew then how big it would become today. I never knew Tom Plaskett. I want to say thanks to him and his team for coming up with such a brilliant program, and I think this is something that people will remember for a very long time. Thanks, Tom. Virgin Galactic has been given the green light by the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration to fly customers to space. The upgrade of Virgin Galactic's operator's license, which the company has held since 2016, marks the first time that the FAA has licensed a space line to fly customers. Virgin Galactic said it is a further validation of the company's testing program, which has met the verification and validation criteria required by the FAA. The chief executive officer of Virgin Galactic said that he was incredibly pleased with the results of the most recent test flight and what they have achieved regarding their flight test objectives. In related news, Sir Richard Branson, who is the owner of Virgin Galactic, is set to fly into space on July 11th on Space Ship 2 Unity pending weather and technical checks. The Unity 22 mission will be the 22nd flight test for the VSS Unity and the company's fourth crewed spaceflight. It will also be the first to carry a full crew of two pilots and four mission specialists in the cabin, including the company's founder, Sir Richard Branson, who will be testing the private astronaut experience. Virgin Galactic says that the Unity 22 mission will focus on the cabin and customer experience objectives. The live stream will be available to watch on virgingalactic.com. We have this event listed on our website. Be sure to check it out at businesstravel360.com slash events. The FAA told Boeing that its flagship 400-passenger 777X will not be certified until late 2023. In a letter revealed by the Seattle Times, the FAA rejected the company's request to issue a type inspection authorization readiness saying that the aircraft is not ready yet. This follows the FAA telling Boeing to address various problems, including flight control software that apparently triggered the plane to pitch abruptly without pilot's input during a December 2020 test flight. All too often when I'm traveling and I walk into a rental car center, I see people standing in line. I always ask myself, why are they standing and waiting in line? 
Do they not know about Emerald Club, National's loyalty program? With Emerald Club, there is no line to wait on, and you can pick up any car in the Emerald Isle Row when you book a mid-sized car. That's right, a mid-sized car. You can get a full-size, an SUV, whatever's in the car lot. So the next time you rent a car, don't waste your time, and instead of getting a mid-sized car, get an upgrade. Sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The World Health Organization said Thursday that any COVID-19 vaccines it has authorized for emergency use should be recognized by countries as they open up their borders to travelers. The move could challenge Western countries to broaden their acceptance of two apparently less effective Chinese vaccines, which the UN Health Agency has licensed, but most of Europe and North America countries have not. In addition to vaccines by Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson, the WHO has given the green light to two Chinese vaccines made by Sinovac and Sinopharm. In its aim to restore travel across Europe, the European Union said in May that it would recognize people as vaccinated only if they receive shots licensed by the European Medicines Agency. Middle Eastern Airlines, Qatar Airways, and Etihad Airways have expanded their respective health passport schemes. Qatar has widened its IATA Travel Pass trial and integrated vaccination status, while Etihad's Verified to Fly scheme will now be available on most Etihad flights. Hawaii has decided to drop all COVID-19 testing and quarantine requirements for fully vaccinated domestic travelers in two weeks. After disagreements between government officials, the governor said last week that the state will drop the current travel restrictions for vaccinated U.S. mainland travelers on July 8th. The islands are also relaxing capacity restrictions for restaurants and social gatherings. Fully vaccinated U.S. travelers flying domestically will be allowed to bypass Hawaii's quarantine and pre-travel restrictions as long as they upload their vaccine records to the state's Safe Travels website and arrive with a hard copy of their vaccination records. A couple of weeks ago, the U.S. Department of Transportation announced it would pursue a $25.5 million civil penalty against Air Canada for refusing to provide customers with refunds during the pandemic when flights between the U.S. and Canada were canceled or had significant schedule changes. The DOT requires airline to provide cash refunds in these situations, and Air Canada was among some of the airlines during the pandemic that did not adhere to that. The company was notified multiple times through 2020 and 2021 that it was not following DOT's rules. Air Canada only recently started retroactively issuing refunds as a condition of accepting aid from the Canadian government. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Corporate Travel Management, CTM, has signed a three-year agreement with Delta Airlines to buy sustainable aviation fuel. The terms and the amount of fuel involved in the agreement were not disclosed, but Delta said over three years it would cut life cycle emissions of carbon dioxide by 209 metric tons the equivalent of the work of 256 acres of forest. Delta has signed sustainable aviation fuel agreements with other travel management companies and corporate partners, including BCD Travel, CWT, Deloitte, Nike, and Takeda. But the agreement with CTM will be the first to spend multiple years, according to Delta. In a partnership that very few could have imagined, but will change travel for sure in the Middle East once it's implemented, Etihad Airways and LL 
Israel Airlines have agreed to launch a new co-chair agreement that will see routes shared to a host of global destinations starting in August. The agreement will also see LL add the LY code to Etihad's existing twice-weekly service between Abu Dhabi and Tel Aviv, as well as to 14 destinations across the Middle East, Europe, Asia, and the U.S. The partnership comes days after the Israeli foreign minister visited the United Arab Emirates capital to celebrate the nation's first embassy in the Persian Gulf. The two countries normalized their diplomatic relationships back in September 2020. Alaska Airlines and Qatar Airways have reached a co-chair agreement that in the near term expands Qatar's reach in North America and ultimately will expand Alaska's international reach. The agreement lets Qatar passengers connect to more than 150 of Alaska Airlines routes. In a later phase, Alaska passengers will be able to connect on all Qatar Airways flights to Doha and onwards on Qatar's global connections from the Doha hub. And now in news related to the return to travel. According to the latest numbers from multiple sources, European aviation has now recovered by around 50% since the start of the pandemic. As a result of falling case numbers tied with rising vaccination rates, travel between the nations is reopening, allowing airlines to recover. Today marks the launch of EU's digital COVID-19 verification system. The system is designed to enable freedom of movement for those who are vaccinated with antibodies or testing negative for COVID-19. The move should hopefully provide a boost to the already increasing flight numbers across the European Union. According to an analysis done by CAPA, the Center for Aviation, Europe's airlines offered 19.7 million seats last week, down 46% from 36 million the same week in 2019. United Airlines has agreed to an order of 270 new aircraft from both Boeing and Airbus as part of a long-term plan to increase premium seating and cut down the use of its 50-seat regional aircraft. According to the previous orders, United now has more than 500 new narrow-body aircraft on the way, including 40 that will be introduced in 2022 and 138 in 2023. The fleet overhaul increases the total seats per departure by 30%. An average of 30 seats per flight on North America flights by 2026 will significantly boost premium seating availability. Hilton Hotels is looking to eliminate daily housekeeping. According to a Hilton spokesperson, daily housekeeping will only be available on request at all non-luxury Hilton brands by contacting the front desk. Guests visiting Hilton's luxury brands like Waldorf Astoria, Conrad, and LXR will continue to receive daily housekeeping. In an SEC filing, United Airlines has revealed today that it expects July to be the first month since January 2020 where the airline has positive adjusted pre-tax income. According to a statement issued by United Airlines, the company said that it expects to generate positive adjusted pre-tax income in the month of July 2021, which will be the first month with positive adjusted pre-tax income since January 2020 at the start of the crisis. And now in some technology news. Sabre and Emirates have failed to reach a new global distribution arrangement on Thursday, which was the expiration of their prior deal, and the airline's content is no longer available in Sabre. During the past month, the airline and Sabre remained in discussions on a path forward as the clock ticked down. Sabre this week stated that it was disappointed that the new deal was not reached, but added that it hopes to reach a deal in the near future. 
American Airlines this week filed a lawsuit against Sabre in a Texas court asking for a temporary restraining order and injunction on the global distribution systems operator's rollout of its new airline storefront. American Airlines claimed that Sabre's new display, which is being rolled out as the default on its Sabre Red 360 agent desktop, breaches its contract with American and biases against the airline and displays and favors rival Delta Airlines. Sabre and Delta in May announced a new multi-year deal that was value-based distribution agreement that envisioned a higher compensation for agencies that drive higher value sales through Sabre, while at the same time promoting how Delta wished to be displayed on third-party channels. Travelport said on Thursday that it has reached a new agreement with Emirates that will allow its travel advisor users to avoid GDS surcharges when booking the airline. The long-term deal will also see Emirates keep its NDC content in Travelport and Travelport Plus. All Travelport users will automatically be upgraded to a dedicated channel, which will give them access to the content without the surcharge. And now for the fun segment of the week. Aircar, a dual-mode aircraft and car vehicle developed by Klein Vision, has moved closer to production this week with a 35-minute test flight on Monday between the international airports of Nitra and Bratislava in Slovakia. The AirType Prototype 1 is equipped with a 160-horsepower BMW engine, a fixed propeller, and a ballistic parachute and retractable wings. After landing, the aircraft transforms into the sports car in under three minutes and is driven away. You can check out the video of this amazing flying car on our website at businesstravel360.com slash fun. Let's talk about some amazing deals that you should take. Are you aware of all the fast track and status match offers that the airlines are offering these days? Are you taking advantage of them? For example, Alaska Airlines has a fast track offer to elite status. United Airlines has a mileage plus status match challenge. And Delta Sky Miles has a medallion status match challenge as well. You can see all the details of these amazing offers on businesstravel360.com slash deals. And while you're there, be sure to check out other amazing deals that you can take advantage of. With that, thank you for joining us. And I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. (laughs) 